Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. At the 15, at the 10, at the 5, still going. Look at the Joe. line. Bullseye. It's a Buffalo touchdown. What's happening, my friends? Welcome back to another edition of Bullseye, the UB Bulls football podcast. I'm your host, Kyrie Demos, and today we've got a really special edition for you all. On August 9th, the Bulls were able to put together their media day session for the 2021 season. And it was really cool to be able to talk with the team, you know, as they've been getting things going with training camp. So this week's episode will be a media day edition. So the first portion will be a segment where I was asking some questions um, to, to Coach Mo Linguis um, as he addressed the entire media um, at, to begin the day. But then from there, we'll be getting into, into some player and coaching interviews. You know, we start out with quarterback Kyle Van Treese. Then we go over to James Patterson, linebacker and co-captain. We've got Kevin Marks Jr. starting tailback for the team. Also, Corey Gross, uh, safety, um, real dynamic and uh, – versatile player for the defense there. Um, we'll also be talking with Coach James O'Hagan, um, a former offensive lineman for the Bulls who's returned as a graduate assistant and coach, as well as his his two returning starters in Jake Fusak and Jack Clank. Um, we also talk a little bit with um, Dylan McDuffie, running back uh, for the Bulls, who, you know, is an, a Western New York native, as well as talking with you know, Coach Molinguist again in a more one-on-one fashion. So I hope you guys enjoy and uh, horns up. Coach, just thinking of your experience as a defensive coach and just, just knowing that you know, you've got some experience returning on the uh, defensive side of the ball, how have you been able to really imprint that um, on that side of the ball and you know, really just get your culture to be um, really fostered as uh, camp has been opening up? Yeah, I, I think you, when you look at uh, building the foundations of a successful defense. I think uh, the first thing is, is, is what's, what's the vision for the defense? What do we want to? do we, we watch ourselves play? What do we want to see? You know, what's the what's the play style? What do, what do you want to see of yourself? Uh, we and our guys go through an exercise where every player wrote down what his vision of a successful defense looked like, and, and, and we had a chance for every player to stand up and read those out loud. And it's just interesting what you hear from some of the guys in terms of the. Mindset, toughness, great discipline, guys swimming around the football. So it's not me telling you, which one of them looks like you're going to tell me, and I'll tell you how I would do I think uh, every successful defensive player that I've ever been around, from Khalil Mack to the NFL, Dallas Cowboys, talented DBs like Trayvon Diggs, and uh, Donovan Wilson, we had young DBs in Dallas that did an outstanding job, Jalen Smith, and linebacker for the Cowboys. All the guys had a chip on their shoulder. They had something to prove every single day. Uh, they, they, they had a relentlessness about them, a toughness about them. Uh, I think when you start adding the ingredients to a successful defense, whether it's high school all the way to the NFL or right here in Buffalo, those, those ingredients don't change. And then you teach the fundamentals and the technique and all the, all the, uh, all the scheme requirements that go along. Uh, a player learning his job responsibility. So uh, those things are all getting put in place right now. It's just what to Teaching somebody what to do, and you give them the fundamentals of uh, you know, the traits that are required on the scheme, like the tackling and getting off a of box from the suit, uh, 
side there, leveraging the football, how we attack the ball in the CBA, how we pick up the ball off the ground, how do we separate a ball carrier uh, from getting the ball out of his hands. We added all those ingredients to get those guys lined up and let them play the thing in the college. And I feel like that's what we're going to make it to the Coach, just thinking about your experience having coached in the Power Five, even having coached here before under Coach Quinn, what are some of the things that um, those head coaches that you coached under before helped you with to you know, prepare you for this first head coaching role? Yeah, I'll first say that um, you know, I'm, I'm a D2 coach that really had to grind his way to the top. My first coaching job was at Dot Austin State University, my first full-time coaching job. And I, I say that with a lot of pride. Uh, because I know what it's like to go back there and wash clothes, paint a wall if you have to, and do what you have to do to get a program running. And uh, I'm thankful for, for for the beginnings that I had in coaching and then going on to James Madison University where I learned a lot about player evaluation. Uh, we were able to recruit a lot of NFL talent, talented players that, uh, quote-unquote, didn't have all the Power 5 offers, but we out-evaluated people. We had guys like uh, Dean Marlowe, who's still a safety in the NFL right now, that we Recruited right out of here at Long Island. He went to Holy Cross. He came down here to James Madison. He was a multiple-time All-American. Still playing in the NFL right now. He was with the Bills last year. He was with the Detroit Lions right now. And then going through that process at James Madison University of learning how to evaluate players and what to look for in players and then how to put them in the right position was a big part of my development. We came here to Buffalo in 2012 and 13 and really grinded ourselves into a ball game and really all the things that go along with not inheriting necessarily uh, at the time wasn't really a tradition rich program of a lot of success, but finding a way to put ourselves in a position to be successful and getting ourselves to that bowl game, which we really felt like laid a lot of the foundation to like something like this that we're standing in there right now, where you have a donation from Archie to build a the best indoor, one of the best indoors in the country. And so you learn a lot of things at Buffalo and, and in terms of teaching and coaching and then went on to Iowa State with Paul Rose. Had an opportunity just to learn about football at the Power Five level. You go down to Mississippi State with Dan Mullen, one of the best coaches in the United States of America. There's so much from a complete 360 degree look of a program and how to run every single aspect of a program. Uh, one of my good friends I spent a year with, PJ Fleck at Minnesota. Uh, I mean, just uh, recruiting the culture, the connection, the teaching, um, uh, the, the way a football uh, community, a football program can really impact your community was big and, and really. Your locker room and how it can lead to the success and the connection of an entire city. It's something I really saw with this firsthand. Went down to Texas AM, I'm a Texas native, and we're able to put together back to back top six classes and really put them in a position collectively as a staff where they're out there playing for Orange Bowls and right in the middle of it and think of things for national championships, which is where they are right now. Coach Fisher, national championship head coach. Just so many lessons when you when you work with somebody that's forced to the trophy. The trophy over their head. When you just sit in staff meetings for two years, you just, I mean, my book's full of notes and just so many things. And he's a guy that I still call and lean on now. Uh, and then going on to the Cowboys in the NFL with Mike McCarthy again, Super Bowl champion head coach, just from the, from, from the running a program, from the systematic approach. You know, good coaches, good coaches have a plan. Exceptional coaches have a system. And I think the systematic approach to implement offense, defense, special teams, and a culture something to really learn in Dallas and then, and then getting an opportunity to come back here firsthand myself. Uh, you know, you call some of these coaches you've met and some of these coaches you know and some of these coaches you got relationships with, but nobody's really been in the situation that we are here where we were in terms of 115 days out to get ourselves together and ready to go out there and play a football game. So we, we're, we're in great shape. We're, we're right where I feel like we need to be for this time of the year. A ton of work in front of us. 
Uh, but, but but the work's being done and we are working in the right direction. We just got to continue to back it up. Already here with Kyle Van Tree, starting quarterback of the UB Bulls. Just so for you, Kyle, to think, you know, where you're at now here entering your, your last season with the Bulls versus when you first reported to camp, what was that, 2017, 2018? Uh, I came in the spring of 17. Spring of 17. So for you, thinking about where you've gone from then to now, just thoughts on the progression. It's been a it's been a long journey. I'll be honest. You know, um, those first couple of years they were tough, but it was fun to learn from a guy like Tyree and a guy like Drew Anderson. Um, and um, throughout the years, I've learned from a lot of adversity. Whether that was um, starting my my true freshman year for a game because of injury, um, and then not winning the position in 2019, and then being going in being forced to go in as a punter, and then um, doing both for a game because of another injury and then just finishing that season as quarterback and then dealing with COVID. So, like, it's, it's been a long journey, but it's been something that's helped me become who I am on the field and off the field. No doubt. And just talking about that that chaos off the field, you've really been steady on the field and just being someone who's been able to manage the offense and take care of the football and put up points for this this unit. And mm-hmm. To think it's really your show now, to think that obviously you have a guy like Kevin Marks back, but you're really the leader of the offense. Just thoughts on being able to have all those experiences before to help you, you know, coming into your senior season. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's stuff that is making me who I am. And um, being able to have a little bit more control, um, a little bit more uh, opportunities on offense is going to be nice. But at the end of the day, you know, I just got to make sure that we're in the right position at the right time, make sure that we know the situation and, you know, we're in a spot to be successful. And if I can manage that and I can manage the other 10 guys on the field, then I'm doing my job, and that's that's what I need to do for everyone else on the team. For sure. And just thinking about, you know, the unit as a whole, younger receiver group, you know, obviously a guy like Kevin Marks me back makes things a lot easier. But just, just thinking about, and even some of the reshuffling with O-line, um, thinking about, you know, some of the guys that are going to be having to step up in the roles. Who are some guys that have really sh- stood out to you as breakout candidates for this year? Yeah, there's uh, a couple of guys. Um, you know, Keon coming in from Eastern Michigan mm-hmm. has stepped up a lot for us. Um Dom Johnson, he's become a real big leader on the team. And, you know, he, he's taken strides in that over the last couple of years, but this year he's really taken a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the running back room is, you know, sturdy. Yes. You know, we got a lot of guys there. Offensive line, Jake Fusek has taken absolute leaps and jumps in terms of leadership. Same with Jack Clank. And, you know, that's what we're going to need when, on the offensive line because, you know, like you said, everything's being reshuffled. Mm-hmm. But uh, guys like Jack Haas and um, – uh, Gorzica, he he's been you know taking some reps with the ones and he's in you know we're just trying different things and seeing what's working but we've got guys that have been you know giving their giving a whole lot of effort and that's all we can ask for right now you know um x's and o's aside effort is what's going to get you onto the field um and then got a lot of guys that are taking reps at receiver too um some of the freshmen are getting in there getting after the ball um but it's just good to see a lot of guys taking you know advantage of opportunities um and competing against even even the defensive side of things, competing against you know a new defense, guys are being moving in and out. We're up, everything's up tempo, so it's a lot of fun. Most definitely. And just before I let you go, just talking about Coach Sean or Shane Montgomery's offense. What has it been like for you learning in that throughout the summer? Oh, it's it's been so much fun. I'll be honest, because it's it's more similar to what I did in high school. Mm. Um, but you know, learning it from a guy like Coach Montgomery, he, it's it's really, truly a blessing because he really opens up your eyes to a lot of things. And I've got so much more to learn from him. Um, and 
you know, I, I can't wait to be able to have those opportunities as, you know, we progress throughout the camp and season. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he's a proven, you know, winner. He's a proven quarterback, trainer, you know, whatever you want Big to put ben, it. You know, he worked those. with Big Ben, yeah. uh, Danucci down at JMU. Yep. So, like, he, he knows what he's doing, and it, it's been proven. And it's, it's really refreshing to have a guy that, you know, is able to do that and be able to do it at a high level. And, um, you know, I think also having a coordinator as your quarterback coach makes it that much better because, you know, he gets to call the plays and he knows what you're better at. He knows your, your you know, tendencies, your advantages, your disadvantages. So, like, it, 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 everything meshes better, and I think that's going to be huge for us. For sure. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Kyle Appreciate that. Alrighty, James. Uh, we're here with James Patterson um, on the defensive side of the ball, linebacker, team captain, and switching the number up to number eight. Any reason for switching to eight? Uh, high school number is my favorite number as well. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so for you, James, just to be back here, you know, another year in the saddle, just thoughts on, you know, being able to return and, you know, lead the troops? Oh, man, I can't wait. You know, um, you know when we had the coaching change, a lot of people were persuading me to leave and this, this, and that, but I didn't even have a second thought of leaving. You know, it was something like that, you know, um, Something I wanted to stay because it felt like it was my team and I didn't want to let them guys down. You know, um, we were so close to winning another MAC championship, so why would I leave? Right. Absolutely. And just thinking about how close you guys were last year and just over the last handful of years, you know yeah. what I mean? Being MAC East champs two of the last three seasons and being, you know, a nationally ranked team last season, just how how close do you think this group is to getting back to where you guys were last year? Oh, this close. You know, um, we was just missing a, a valuable part. It was coaching, you know, and, and the, the mindset of coaching, you know, um, Coach Mo and the whole staff came in, came with a different mindset, you know. For example, just plus three. You know, and them guys just took it, t- took our best and just took it to another level and just trying to get more out of us and how we work and how we do practice, things is, things such as that. And I, I believe it's going to give us over the hump. Most definitely. And just mm-hmm. just thinking about, you know, Coach Mo and some of the guys he's brought over and just knowing he's a defensive-minded coach, just what have you seen from him so far and that, that's allowed you guys to thrive defensively? Man, uh, that's a lot of things, you know, just, just from his work ethic. You can tell the type of guy he is, you know, um, put the ball down mentality you know as a head coach you, you love to see that and um you know he's not the type of head coach who's going to sit around and just watch everybody or just sit back and not say nothing yeah. he's trying to coach everybody on the field and if he has a chance to step in and keep coach every position he'll do that you know just not only for the side you know and I, I love that about him you know he he reminds me of a, a pit bull as a, as a co-head coach he run around yelling this is that making players excited to play for him and just to be able to practice and really have fun for sure. And just, just talking about the offensive side of the ball, you guys obviously line up against them every day. Yeah. Just what have you what are you seeing from them, especially with you know, they've had some changes up front with the line. Obviously Kevin and um Kev is looking to replace your brother and Kyle's back under center. But just thinking about how they're coming together, how what are your thoughts there? They're coming together they're coming together well, you know, even though it's gonna take we're still young in camp or still still fresh in camp. Yes. They're gonna come they're gonna come together well, I think, you know. Especially playing against that line last year, you know, they got the guys were top in the country like mm-hmm. for like two years in a row. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's never gonna be no fall off of the offensive line because of the type of chemistry they have and type of culture they have. You know, they don't they don't have no fall offs when guys come in, you know. Whether they're young or old, you know, and them guys bring each other along and make sure that everybody's on the same page and make sure they coast up all the way. And um Kevin's Kevin McDuffie Ron Cook, all them guys, man, they're making us better every day. You know, and I, I love them guys just for it. You know, um, 
I, as it's funny to say, talk about the offensive line because you don't hear it from linebackers, but I really love my offensive line because they make me better when I go versus other ones, you know, because um, they're top in the country. And I, I can't wait to practice versus every day because they bring the best out of me. You know, it's going to be some good days. It's going to be some bad days. And I and I love that because, like, for example, Clink, man, he's he's my favorite offensive line on the team, man. He works hard, so hard. You know, I'm a walk-on guy. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that, man. He just he works so hard, and he pushes me to be a better version of myself, try to be the best linebacker in the country. All right, James. Appreciate your time, man. Alrighty, with the starting tailback of the UB Bulls, Kevin Marks Jr. And Kev, you know, obviously everybody coming in is talking about how JP's gone. Now you're stepping in. Just, just thoughts on being the head of the running back room now, and just how you look to lead the guys. Uh, like I said, stepping first, stepping into that leader role, uh, more visible. Yeah. Um, that that is showcasing that that I got to be this leader, uh, and I'm stepping into that role. Uh, working my butt off day in, day out, and teaching the young guys the little things, teaching the younger guys the tips on on what I do to prepare yeah. so they can prepare the same way along the line mm-hmm. when I leave here. Um, how to hydrate uh, to all the way down to eating and sleeping, yeah. just the little things to get them uh, mentally there and focused to be the best athlete they can be. Right. And then they'll put them in position to, uh, to elevate. Most definitely. Um, so, and how I practice and how I do things, just showing them the standard. Um, that's, that's big on being a, the leader. Uh, without having to vocally talk to them, I can show them, too, just how I do things. Absolutely, yeah. Well, leading by example. Leading by example. Absolutely. So just, just for you, you know, to think that, you know, you've had as much success as you've had already, um, you know, in this program. And just knowing that Coach Montgomery is going to be taking all the offensive uh, coordinating duties. Just yes. thoughts on what his offense has been like thus far and just, you know, how you think you guys can keep that success rolling? Uh, very smooth guy. Um, great calls. Um, puts us in position to do great things. Um, smart uh, with decisions. Um, and the play style is, is hard to handle. You know what I mean? For opposing defenses. Uh, and that just keeps us at an advantage and just love that he's on our side. Most definitely. And also Coach Daniels as well. We yeah. learned under him. And you know, what has he been able to teach you so far early in camp? Just being that leader uh, of the room, uh, teaching us the little things, going down to fronts, uh, our steps, our alignments, and knowing the situation and everything. So when we get to the line, we know the situation, we know the defense, we see in the fronts, mm-hmm. we see the safety shifted over. Mm-hmm. Just every little thing, just putting us at a at an advantage. Uh, up top so we can know and um, play faster. Absolutely. And just, just thinking about, you know, you also have Kyle Ventrice back, but, you know, you got some shuffling around up, up front with the O-line. Just thoughts on what the O-line's look like so far and how you look to uh, follow behind those guys. Uh, O-line's looking pretty good. Uh, but like I said, we're, we're going against the, the best defense in the MAC right now. Um, so they're going to get better regardless. We have uh, Jack Clank and, and Jake Fusak, uh Two vets came back, and they're big-time leaders on this team. And uh, they're going to lead those young guys uh, to where we need to be and get them on track to where we need to be. And like I said, again, we're going against the best defense defense in the MAC. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to get better regardless. It's, it's iron sharpening and iron. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And just, you know, to think where you guys have been through the last three years, MAC East champs, you know, just falling short in the MAC title game. What do you think it's, is necessary for this team to be able to get over that hump? Um, to get over that hump, just getting back to work. Um, 
changing our best. Like, we got to do stuff different now. Uh, whatever we did last year, we got to do it 10 times better. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, we, we changed the culture. We, we're plus three everything. Not just going to the 10 yards. We're going to go 13 yards. Just doing above and beyond what we got to do, and that's what's going to going to be to get us to that match championship again. Already Kevin Marks, guys. All right, here with Corey Gross. And, you know, Corey, for you to be back here with the Bulls and, uh, you know, returning as a starter and everything, just thoughts on being able to come back, being able to come back around um, after playing last season? Um, it's a good experience. Uh, I got back. I'm able to come back, you know, and be with some of the guys mm-hmm. um, that I, you know, built connections with last year, like um, pre-Washington, EJ Brown, Ali Abbas. Uh, Marcus Fuqua, um, we got some new guys coming up, um, Mark Davis, you know, uh, Javon Claw. So, you know, just uh, being able to come back and be with those guys and, you know, just continue uh, building off what we did last year is, is going to be a good feeling. For sure. And just talking about building off of last year, you know, you were using a real versatile role last season. Just thoughts on how you're going to be used this season, especially with Coach Mo coming in? Um, I think I'm going to be able to do a lot of different things with the way um, – our defense is being put together, so I hope to go out there and be able to mix it up a lot and, um, you know, a couple different situations out there. So, you know, as far as that, I want to go out there and make an impact the best way I can, and I think they're going to put me in a position to do so. Absolutely, and just, just bigger picture-wise with Coach Mo coming in and bringing his staff over, you know, just thinking about how short of a turnaround they had from Coach Leipold leaving to them coming in. Just thoughts on how they've been adjusting so far? Uh, it's been a great adjustment, and, you um, it's been a seamless adjustment. It, it doesn't seem, you know, forced. Um, we come together in jail, um, you know, very easily. And at the end of the day, we know that none of our opponents or the country really cares about what happened in, um, you know, April. So um, our goal is, you know, to go out there and win and continue to, uh, you know, try to dominate. For sure. Um, just even talking about the secondary, you know, you guys get a, a transfer to Marcus Ingram. You know, thoughts on how he's looked out there and, uh, you know, what do you think he'll be as an addition to the secondary? I think Jay Mark is a great player. Um, he's a very long corner. You know, he can run. So I, I'm thinking he can help us a lot in the back end um, at the corner spot. For sure. And just uh, before I let you go, just this defense overall has a lot of returners. And I think personally, just having evaluated the team over the last few years, I think it's going to be the strength of the team. You know, just thoughts on, you know, what this defensive unit could be, especially with some guys like Taylor Riggins coming back and James Patterson coming back as well. Yep. Um, I think guys like James, you know, uh, Gaddafi, Right, uh, Tim Terry, you know, guys like that in the, in the middle of defense, I think they're going to be a, a very strong and, uh, you know, vital piece for us, uh, along with guys up front, uh, George Wallow, you know, uh, like you said, Taylor Riggins, Eric Black, guys like that. Um, uh, Josh Rogers, J-Ro, uh, that just came in. Uh, I think he's going to be a big piece for us, too. So, you know, we're trying to gel and, and bring everything together, you know, have have the guys in the back end, um, you know, bring it all together for us and hopefully go out there and you know, dominate offenses. Alrighty, so here with Coach James O'Hagan and, you know, an all-max center back in the day for the Bulls. Just, you know, for you to be back here in the program, just thoughts? Uh, honestly, it's just an honor to be back here. Coach Mo uh, brought me in just uh, mid-June and asked me if I wanted to be a graduate assistant here, and uh, I, I, I took the opportunity right away. It's, it's really been a, a dream come true, especially because, I, I have some guys here that I even played with, like Fuzak and Clank and, and all of them. And it's just been, it's been, it's been a really crazy experience to be sitting on the other side now of, 
of in the coaching world and stuff like that. It's it's been it's been a really good experience. It's definitely, you know, just just talking about your experience from your time playing and then also you know being in the NFL for a little bit. Just you know, how do you look to use those experiences you know, to be able to teach these guys up? Honestly, I, whatever whatever I can give these guys, I'm going to give it to them. I mean, I've seen a lot of football here. I played a lot. I played. Just a, uh, it's all good, coach. It's all good. It's media day. Played, so. I played about 50, 50, 50 straight games here. So <laughs> using that experience, I can help these guys in a lot of situations that they're in and stuff like that. Um, it's been, it's 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 definitely been helpful though that I've I've been playing with a lot of these guys, and I, I don't think I would have got the job without uh, Clink and Fusek really standing up for me and being like, hey, we want him to come back as our GA and stuff, mm-hmm. which is what got me on Mo's radar in the first place, but. Um, no, it's it's I, a lot of the stuff I can help them with is that I've se- I've played a lot. Obviously, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of football. I've played at really high levels, and I know how it's supposed to supposed to be done, especially technically. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the, the the biggest thing that I could I probably help them with. My, technically, is I'm introducing some stuff to them that they maybe haven't seen or haven't used in a while. So no doubt, and just just talking about you know. Setting, setting things up for the line, you know, that, you know, it seems like um, things are going to be a little bit reshuffled versus the last couple of years with the line. And just thoughts on what they've looked like so far in camp and, you know, how you think things will shake out? Man, they, they, they come out every day and they, they work extremely hard. Uh, their effort uh, is through the roof. Uh, you couldn't ask for a better group of guys either. They're all really, really, really special individuals, great kids. Bency, Bency Polgar, uh, Gabe Wallace. Um, uh, Bensi got here the year after I graduated and Gabe was here actually my senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of those guys, man, they, they come out and they compete every day. Uh, we'll see how it shakes out, uh, throughout the season and throughout camp. Uh, got a lot of good competitions going on and, and everything like that. So it, it should be interesting to see, see who really puts their name at the top and who, who really, who really is here to compete and, and, and everything. So no doubt. And just before I let you go, if there's one specific name that you wanted to point out as a, you know, breakout candidate, a guy who might be really making a name for themselves this fall. Uh, I pro- I'd probably say Bensi. Uh, Bensi's, he's coming along a long way and him and him and Gabe really Gabe Wallace as well. Uh, both of those guys are really like they're they're doing they're doing the right things and they're playing pretty well right now. So, yeah, uh, out of the guys who haven't played or like obviously Clank and, and Fuse, but no, they they're definitely on their way to being being pretty good players. So, yeah, already thanks again, coach. Alrighty, here with Jake Fuzak and Jack Clank and guys, you know, you guys being the leaders of the O line, obviously that's huge. Just. What has it been like through camp, going through things so far, and just what are you seeing from the rest of the group? No, I mean I've seen uh, I've seen we, we attack every day with, with a lot of intensity, mm-hmm. and you know I think that um, there's a lot of guys hungry on the O line right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have a ways to go, honestly, mm-hmm. but um, you know I think guys like uh, Gabe Wallace and Betsy Polgar have really stood out um, as our you know um, projected starters um, and we're still looking for a fifth guy, um, but people like you know Tyler Doty, uh, Jack Haas. Um, Dre, Dre, uh, it really, uh, you know, they're, they're consistent every day. They come and they're trying to get better, you know. And so I think that, um, you know, with an O-line with so much opportunity and then we have a lot of prestige, you know, I think that we're held to a really high standard. And, you know, so um, I'm excited to see uh, these guys continue to, you know, uh, prove us right, you know, and, and um, you know, and, and make me confident and build that trust and cohesion, you know. Most definitely. Yeah, this camp's all about building chemistry right now. Uh, a lot of switch-ups in the O-line. Uh, coaches, different O-line coach, Matt Stanton, doing a great job. Uh, new GA, Jimmy O'Hagan, 
UB football alum, mm -hmm. doing a great job getting our group. Uh, we got a lot of young guys this year. Uh, myself and Hughes are kind of the returners right now. Got Gabe Wallace, Spencer Polgar, like Hughes said, doing a great job. And then a lot of guys stepping in, like Nolan Boska, Jack Haas, both from Nebraska. Mm -hmm. New guys really stepping up. And then got some other veterans, like you said, Dre Dorian, uh, Tyler Doty, and some other good guys. So doing good, just building chemistry, you know, getting ready for the first game and uh, just building that confidence. So no doing doubt. good. No doubt. You mentioned Coach Stansfield. Just yep. thoughts on, you know, what it's been like for – um, for him coming in and working with him. Yeah, it's been awesome having uh, just a different perspective for O-line. There's so many different techniques that uh, different teams use mm -hmm. and just learning a lot of different techniques. A lot. He's a great teacher, um, what the defense does, what to look for in the defense pre-play. Yeah. So it's really helping recognizing blitzes and different uh, schemes that defense runs. So it's helping us a lot. Yeah, really, he's a really knowledgeable guy and he's um, especially good at developing young, uh, our young talent. And so um, we're, we're, we're excited that... Um, you know, we get to work with them, and also that our young guys have a really good person to uh, further develop their their skills and techniques um, and the, with their time here. So, um, it's a really good situation um, for us, um, and it's you know we're, we're happy to have him around. Most definitely. Before I let you guys go, just being able to have two veteran guys like Kyle and Kevin back, you know, leading offense, especially with the skill group. Just thoughts on having those guys. I mean, you know, it's always nice when you have um, proven winners return. You know, um, uh, Smokes, uh, you know. A, Top back in the MAC, you know, and, and Kyle is, you know, I, I would argue one of the most consistent quarterbacks in college football. Yeah. And, uh, you know, to have those two, the, that swagger back there, you know, right, ready to let it rip and stuff uh, from, from the ground and from the air is really great. You know, I think Dom Johnson also has really impressed me throughout this camp. He's a sixth year um, that uh, started as a quarterback and um, kind of just trusted the process and started working really hard. And, you know, to see him develop as a player and as a leader has, has been something of a, you know, almost a tearjerker for me, um, you know. So uh, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see him, um, you know, um, grab some attention this year, um, along with Giovanni Ruiz. And you know, I think that uh, you know, it's 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 having Kyle and Smoke back there really gets those guys puts those guys in the best position to win. So, yeah. yeah, I'm excited to have those guys back. I love uh, love blocking for Smoke. He's just a violent runner. Uh, he brings the he brings the heat to the defense. You know, they've got to be on every day. Um, if he, you know, if you come up for a tackle, you're a little higher to get run over. And I like blocking for somebody who's like that. Um, you know, it was blessing blocking for Jared last year, and now Smoke is just another great running back. Kyle's a great quarterback, always finds out where the blitz is coming from, who to wear slide of protection to. He's really smart about that. Um, so just looking forward to the season, looking forward to blocking for them, and it'll be good. For sure. Alrighty, thank you, guys. Hey, yeah. Alrighty, here with Dylan McDuffie, running back. Buffalo Bulls and you know for you it's got to be cool to be able to stay right here at home and you know especially extending your family's uh football tradition you know with your, 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 pop, yeah, your pops and uncles and everybody involved um, cousins brothers all that so just, just thoughts on, on that um it's definitely cool just being able to carry on my family my family legacy I guess mm -hmm. and just continue to do that but also got to be my own person I love football grew up around it so I mean just trying to Continue, continue playing the game I love and just have fun with it. No doubt. And just thinking about where you guys are now versus, you know, 12 months ago where at this time camp was getting canceled. You guys didn't know when the season was going to come back. Just thoughts on that. I mean, you got to just be grateful for it really because this game, like, it showed us last year it could get taken away from you at any moment. Mm -hmm. So being grateful is always going to be first and then just trying to improve on things that we weren't as good at as we are now last year mm -hmm. and just – um focusing on getting better every day no doubt and just just thinking about you know you personally you know you've been a name that coaches have mentioned as a breakout candidate someone's really gonna make a name for themselves you know just thinking about where you are um now versus when you first came in as a freshman just thoughts on the progress that you've been able to make um i would say just maturity mentally physically um 
that's really about it. Just taking the coaching I get, um, trying to be a, a good teammate, a good leader, those type of things, just working on the, on the small things, trying to get 1% better every day. Absolutely. Yeah. Just just talking about, you know, being able to learn and mature and grow and things of that nature. You've had some guys that I'm sure have taught you a lot, you know, with Kevin Marks and Jared Patterson having come before you. Just thoughts on some of the things those guys have passed along to you. Oh, I mean, definitely. We've been in the same room for quite some time now. So, I mean, we all push each other. We got great guys. I mean, Jared, Kevin, Ron, LJ, uh, Mike. We got some great – we got a great room, so – we all put each other to get better every day, and, and it's going to pay off for all of us. No doubt. And just, just you know, before I let you go, just thinking about this season, you know, a lot of guys might think, hey, you know, this team has lost some guys, guys going to the NFL, guys graduating. You know, what do you think is going to allow you guys to be as successful as you were last year? I think that, I mean, every year we come into the season saying that, how, asking how are we going to replace somebody. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's something that I'm not really worried about because before anybody – is a name they have to go out there and make that name. So I'm confident we got the guys here that could do that again, and we can finish what we didn't get a chance to last year. I'm confident we could do that if we just do what we're supposed to do, um, take the coaching we're given, and be together. Alrighty, guys, that's Dylan McDuffie. Alrighty, here with Coach Mo Linguist and Coach. We talked a little bit about it before, but just thinking, you came here during the Jeff Quinn era. Now this is your era. You know, just just thinking about where this place has come from um, and, and just seeing it in your past two experiences, just thoughts. I just think you look at the, uh, the, the last, you know, eight or nine years in the history of Buffalo football. It's just one where you've seen a program grow uh, really from the grassroots and in terms of, you know, three straight uh, uh, bowl games over uh, the last three years and back two of the last three years, Mac East title champions. And, um, and, you know, we were fortunate enough to get ourselves in the, in the potato bowl in 2013 and, mm-hmm. and all the way back to, uh, you know, Turner Gill who uh, won the actual trophy and brought it home. And now the expectations have risen. And uh, now it's a program where, you know, we expect to play in the postseason. We expect to win championships. We expect to put, put people into the NFL. And, um, you know, we don't hope to play well. We don't hope to win. We expect to win. And I think that's the, the, uh, the biggest, uh, testament that you can make to the development of the program um you know we we uh we, we've come together and, and and through the athletic directors and administration and coaches have uh, you know created a really strong and consistent program and winner here at buffalo and just just thinking about you know you talked a little bit about it already um 115 days between coming in saying hey this is my you know we're going to establish or keep establishing what has been built here All right but then also, hey, we got to get recruiting going. We got to make sure we get the guys who are already here right. on board with everything. Right. Just, just talk about that that process. Yeah, there's so many moving parts uh, to to really running a football program. Where, uh, you know, the number one place you start is in your own locker room. The first thing we had to do was we had to attack the relationships in the in the locker room and. You know, I could be the best coach in the world and the best leader in the world, but if I can't communicate and connect with people, I'm going to fail. So we talked about the communication piece and, and really uh, being vulnerable with our players and letting us know, letting them know that, uh, one, I understand the transition that's taken place with them. You know, they, they've had success and there's a new coach in front of them and they've done an outstanding job of really just welcoming me in and just, I feel like we've been together so, so much longer than really what we've had. So I think you start with your own locker room and the, the connection with the men in the locker room and then you look outside and how 
Falcon. We're constantly, we are on a 365-day approach to improve our roster every single day. So we do that through recruiting. We do that through relationships. Uh, we look at player acquisition, whether it's, you know, the traditional method of a high school recruiting, mm-hmm. whether it's grad transfer, whether it's JUCO, mm-hmm. uh, just about how can we improve the roster? How can we continue to improve the roster? And, and that never stops. It's every single day you're always looking to improve your roster. Mm-hmm. And the number one way you do it is by making the men in your locker room better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you look at the coaching staff. We've hired over 40-some-odd people uh, from 10 full-time coaches to, uh, to, you know, Shane Montgomery, our offensive coordinator, came over from James Madison. Joe Cawthon came over from Houston mm-hmm. and was at Arkansas as an analyst. Um, our head string coach, uh, Jeremy Cole came over from University of Minnesota. Chris White, I was with for a few months at Michigan, and he came over from Michigan. Mm-hmm. So you have all these talented, experienced, experienced coaches that have come from multiple places and backgrounds, and we're all now here together and uh, working together in the same direction, uh, uh, looking to put ourselves in a, in a position to win a championship this year. For sure. And I uh, you know, just also wanted to ask you about you know, talking about some of those coaches. Two guys that I think notably um, have come back. You know, James O'Hagan, having been a former offensive lineman here, and yeah. then the guy I played with briefly, Joe Licata. Yeah. You know, just being able to see guys like that come back around. What, what is that like for you as well? No, just wasn't very intentional about getting players that have uh, done well and done it the right way and UB grads and UB players that I just don't think you could really get anything better than a guy that's been through it before himself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we made a phone call to Joe Licata, who was the quarterback when I was here in 2012 and 13. You know, him and uh, uh, Zorich was there, and then mm-hmm. Joe Licata took over, and then Joe had an outstanding career. I think he's the number one passer in school history. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I could have hired anybody better to come in here and, and, and be on the offensive side of the coaching staff and help with Kyle and Matt and, and Trevor Bozitski and Casey Case and all those guys. So uh, just really happy with him. And then, and then O'Hagan, man, just, I mean, just an animal, man. You love the guy. You love his approach and his attitude every single day. And now he's transitioning over to the coaching side. Our offensive linemen have a great connection with him mm-hmm. just because he's a guy that's played it and done it and be, been successful doing it. So we feel really strong about him. And now he's transi- transitioning over to be a coach. He's uh, eager every day. He works his butt off. And we really feel strong about those two guys that have worn the Buffalo jersey, have so much pride and, and love for the university and for the city mm-hmm. and we feel like we hit home runs we're getting those guys on staff no doubt guys show love to the big nasty oh man no man. doubt man there's nobody more important than your offensive line man i love those guys absolutely absolutely <laughs> last thing i wanted to ask uh did you have a, a scouting report on a 17 year old from back in the uh, 2013 season i really appreciate yeah, your time man, as man. Always, thank you so folks. much man absolutely. blessings, man. blessings thank you. to you yeah, too man, coach you. no doubt For listening to Believe, you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.